Blog Talk Radio.
Well, well, well. Good morning, good morning to all of God's creation, to all of his people, and to the King of kings and Lord of lords that has given us the ability to be on the air this morning. I mean, traveling mercy, the love of God. I could just go on and on. He's been so good to me. If I asked him, you know, how good he's been to you, I'm sure you would be able to say he's been just as good to you if it's not better. So we've been blessed to be on this blog talk, which is the World Wide Web. And we're on here, guess what? On the last Sunday in August. Somebody didn't make it here. Somebody is sick in their mind right now, and they can't even fathom what we're talking about. Some of them are in that state because of various things, but that in itself is a whole other message. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up the lines to see who would like to pray this morning. Um, I just want to throw out there that our own Minister Margot, who prays for us so much, and I thank God for her, that um, she's not feeling well this morning. So what I need for each and every one of you to do is to make sure you go into your God-given prayer closet, your God-given prayer assignment, and pray for this great woman of God because it's a wonderful, wonderful thing when you pray The enemy gets upset till not only does he try to cut off the uh, airways, but he will come to see what he can do to, if not make you try to lose your focus, he's going to come to make you lose your focus because you're not feeling well or something of that sort. Now, see, I'm not just talking about something I heard about. I'm talking about something I know, and I'm going to share some of that with you on today because the attack of the enemy that I have been through. Mm, Anyway, just wait till we get into the message. Would anyone like to pray? Father God, we come to you this morning, Lord, asking you to come into every place that's needed in our lives, in our minds and in our hearts. God, we just let ourselves and everything that's dealing in our life, any issue, any matters, anything that of concern, we landed on the altar, oh God. Whether it's our spouse, whether it's our children, whether it's our siblings, whether it's our neighbor, whether it's our job, whether it's anything and anybody, God, that don't match up with your word, we're laying it on the altar. God, we're asking you for forgiveness. God, we're asking you for direction. We're asking you, God, for your mercy and your grace. God, we're asking you for an understanding that we must understand others as well as we understand ourselves. God, we just ask you to cover America, cover us on the road, God, taking us to, through, and back home. God, for the many things that we have seen over these last couple of days, God, we're just asking you to continue to cover us, continue to give us your mercy and your grace. God, we just ask you to cover Everybody that's listening to this broadcast, whether it's live or in the archives, God, we just ask you to cover this broadcast, God. We're asking you to expand this broadcast. 
put a desire and an earning in people's spirit and heart to want to hear this broadcast. And every minister that's covered in this broadcast, every prophet that's covered in this broadcast, every apostle that's covered in this broadcast, God, we just ask you to continue to bless them, God. God, we just ask you to continue to give us a desire to want to serve you, to want to pray, want to hear your word, read your word, and live your word. God, we just ask you right now to cover our family, a media family, distant family. I don't care what number they got on one, two, three, four, five. God, we just ask you to cover, cover, cover. God, we ask you to cover Minister Margo and her household right now, oh God. You know what's needed. God, we pray that your strength and power will just overtake her and her situation, God. God, I ask you to cover Randy Seabury, God. Cover him in such a way, oh God. God, I thank you for the communication that I've been having with him, oh God. I thank you for the ability to be able to talk to someone, God. You know what his needs are, oh Lord. God, I ask you for in a special way to just bring out and Randy what needs to be brought out because, God, he loves you with his whole heart. And he's not ashamed. God, I ask you to cover Monty Thomas. Yes, I'm calling out his name, oh Lord. I'm calling out their name. In a special way, God, he said he needs prayer. He needs you right now, oh, God. God, I remember as a little boy, the the, uh, Holy Ghost hook was prayed over his life. God, I pray that it's time to reel it in, oh, God. He's been arrested by the Holy Ghost for many years. God, I ask you to cover Brandon Kaiser. You know what's needed, oh, Lord. Yes, cover him and his family, oh God. Ask you to cover Taiwan Harris, oh God. Cover him on these roads as he's traveling back and forth. God, I ask you to cover Stanley Wright Jr., oh God. Open up that door, oh God. Open up that door that he's been promised and prophesied over his life. God, yes, I pray for the men in our family because, God, I pray for the gifts, the unseen gifts, the gifts that speak that they didn't forget about. But, God, I ask you to bring forth the gifts of the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray these things, and these things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, you know, uh, I've been sharing, and uh, it's a place of deliverance um, for me, and I love that as a leader, um, as a woman of God, as a servant of God, as an intercessor of God, as a lover of God, as a follower of God, I can just go on and on, that God allows me to know that I must stay teachable as he perfects me. And there's going to be different things in our lives that we need to accept because he allowed. 
And so in this healing process, this God-ordained and given healing process um, of dealing with uh, my sister um, Sheila's transition, it's been shocking. I've gone through the denials and things of that. I shared it with you all on last week and then even some that were um, at the homegoing service for her. But he's also let me know that sometimes in the military, we have something that's called shock and awe. And so what happens is the enemy of our soul will use something to shock you and also to awe you because if we can get you stuck in the awe stage, you'll lose your focus. And so if he bombs an area that no one was expecting or sends a catastrophe um, to an area that no one was expecting and you have to deal with multitudes of losses and things of that sort, all of a sudden you're in an awe. You're in an awe stage because now you have to do cleanup. Now you have to do re-strategizing. It's, 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 it's an awe that throws you way off. And so in my transparency, my sister Sheila's um, situation was an awe for me. And um, not because I forget that every day his mercies are new every morning and not that I forget that God decides who's going to live or who's going to die, but it's because of the human nature in me. Years ago, Prophet Kelly had prophesied to me, and I was in this room with her, and she was telling me all of these things. Didn't know her. It was my first time meeting her. And right when she was finished um, telling me all of the things God had told her to tell me, when I went to open the door to walk out, she said, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, come back here. And she said to me, God wants you to learn how to let everybody be human. And so I walked out of there and I said, God, what do you mean by that? So I knew everybody is what he said. But what I missed was everybody included me. Mm, My God. Because, see, many times when people are making mistakes or they're losing their because or they're doing this or that, we're looking at them, but we're not looking at we're part of that everybody. He didn't say everybody but you, but he said allow everybody to be human. Now, see, one of the flaws that I had in allowing everybody to be human is thinking that, Time sometimes was on our side. And time had been on our side for so many years when my mom turned her face to the wall and she prayed like Hezekiah and asked God to give her more time when they had already announced that she was dead, she was brain dead. And um, we were at the hospital and we had called for the saints, the people from Cleveland and, and various places that came and They were around my mom's bed, and they were praying for her. And time was on our side. Ah, 
my God, my God, my God, time was on our side. My mom woke up and she lived many, many, many years, more than the 15 years that uh, Hezekiah prayed about. And then another time, time was on our side. When I was in a car accident and I went through the windshield, um, similar to the car accident that my sister Sheila had, and that's why it's been an awe to me of so many similarities. And I was in a coma, and they said I would never walk again and basically was telling my parents to, you know, go ahead and give up on me. But again, time was on our side. Because, see, God isn't bound by time. We keep talking about that, but we are. But, see, when we know to go to the time giver and the time maker and ask him for more time, when he answers in our favor on this side of heaven, time is on our side. But even if he says to come to be with him, Time is on our side in a whole nother eternal, everlasting manner. So as um, Pastor Linda Handy and and my sister Renee and my uh, mom and the others were standing around my bed uh, praying for me and and, uh, denying that the enemy could have me, I woke up. It took me a while to learn to walk again after they said I would never walk again. But once again, time on this side of heaven was on our side. Because as I said on Facebook when I wrote that one of the precious commodities that God was dealing with me about was his time, and I also wrote about how it was part of my road to wholeness and healing, And he also had me write about how it was more valuable than silver and gold and diamonds and rubies and pearls and all the houses and cars and assets and earth. It's even worth more than the air we breathe because if you don't have time, how can you breathe? My God, that's a whole other message. So when God gave us the grace to know that God is who he said he is. He's our Lord. He's our Father. He's our sovereign creator. He's our potter. He's our jeweler. He's our our healer. He's our provider. He's our God, not somebody else's God. You know, he is that. But see, sometimes you've got to be personal with your relationships. Ah! Ooh, too many of us got people in our business, in our relationships. That's a whole other message. But this one right here, first you've got to be personal with so that God can heal you, so that God can make you whole, so that God can perfect you. Then he can use you to introduce him to somebody else. See, it it goes from being personal to being corporate. But if it never becomes personal, then we're living a life that's without God. Because, see, you have to have fellowship with him. You have to have a relationship with him. You have to hang out with him. He is some people, oh, he my boo. He, no, 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 no. I'm not going to bring him down to being some ghostly uh, product that uh, the world has made. Because, see, boos are all types of things. Boos are uh, uh, a person that is uh, 
dating someone when they're the side piece, the quarter piece, just somebody piece, just want to be a piece. So you could be a boo and not even be a wife or a husband. You could be a boo and not even be a friend. There's people calling people boo. They don't even know. Oh, how you doing, boo? Oh, come on now. Anyway, that's a whole other message too. So what I love about God is that he's teaching me importance of not only knowing that time is a gift from him and that underestimating it and misunderstanding it is something that I was guilty of. But see, I thought I still had time with my sister, Sheila. Mm-hmm, I sure did. We were making plans for this and plans for that. But guess what? I didn't. I didn't have the time that I thought that I had. But guess what? A lot of people are making that same mistake and thinking that we still have time. I still got time. I'm just speaking on some of the things. I still got time to learn that recipe that my mom or my dad did. I still have time to do this, do that. Well, not really. Because um, we receive texts and phone calls all the time. Do you have this that mama used to do? Do you have this that auntie used to do? And we even have people that, if we be honest about it, that our parents have taught to do something that someone now um, tries to be selfish with that particular, whether it's a recipe or whether it's a, they came over and they gave our mom a gift and then they came back and took it back. That's a whole nother message. <laughs> Some of the things that we have experienced um, in this earth will try to make a person forget that they're saved and lose their focus. But see, we can't concentrate on stuff like that. And the reason why we can is because the enemy of our soul, the one thing he wants us to do is not only lose our focus, but he wants us to be angry about something that has nothing to do with the power of God, that has nothing to do with what God is saying, that has nothing to do with your assignment from God, that has nothing to do with your calling from God, that has nothing to do with the road to perfection that God is giving us. Well, the other day, um, I wrote on Facebook, I said, um, as God is continuing, you know, this wholeness and healing for me, that I woke up in the morning. It was a Thursday morning. It started that night, but I thought it was just something because I was tired because I've been having problems sleeping. I've been very transparent about that, especially in a whole other level that uh, my sister Sheila has transitioned. I, you know, periodically if I, I have a nightmare, I wake up, you know, and I plead the blood of Jesus, I uh, recite the word of God, and, and, of course, it goes away because that's how powerful the word is, and that's how powerful the blood is. But, see, the enemy will cause you sometimes to lose your focus till when you go to sleep you're not having a peaceful rest because your mind isn't on the word of God. We need to go to sleep and wake up like the word of God is our oxygen. That's what should be on our mind. And so... Um, I was talking about these migraines, and, and, and my ears were hurting. I mean, they were hurting bad on um, both sides. 
and I had never experienced that before. So I couldn't sleep because of my ears aching and, and the headache. And so I sought God um, in my car so I can seek him in my home, and he answers me all the time. But it's something about when I'm in a car. It's been for years, whether it was me and my Volkswagen or my Chrysler LeBaron or my Jaguar or one of the Cadillacs or whether it's been me and the Ollie or whatever it's been, he meets me there. And it's usually when I take a road trip. And uh, sometimes my road trips aren't planned. Sometimes I don't feel well. And if I'm in the house and and it's just not working for me, I might go for a drive. And when I go for that drive and, and the Spirit of the Lord enters that car while we're in motion, you know how the Spirit of the Lord was moving over the earth? Ah, when it was without void and form. It's something about when I'm in motion in a car. It doesn't happen when I'm on a plane. It doesn't happen when I'm on a train. But it happens in this saturated environment in my car, a car that I've already anointed and given back to God, a car that I've always sought God in, a car that I acknowledge that he's given me. It's something about this shrine, this sacred place, this car, my God. And when he met me there, I started feeling better. I was like, God, I just want to thank you. So I wrote on Facebook that I was feeling better, and 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 Minister Betty Sutton responded. My cousin, Minister um, Zinga, she responded. My cousin, Missionary Paulette, she responded. My sister, Minister Sylvia, she responded. Uh, and then right after all of these people had spoke healing and strength in me, The enemy was mad because, see, remember, part of the healing is not just time for me. It's being private. Being private for me is very, 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 mm, I I could go on and on with the very. I am a very private person. (laughs) And so for me to put stuff on Facebook about stuff that's going on, with me personally, mm-mm, every blue moon. But God said, no, during this road to healing, you're going to put it all out there. You're going to put what you're going through on blast so that people can see the God that you serve from beginning to end, from the first to the last, my God. What I love about this is that it's not a place that I'm struggling with where at first I was like, I didn't want to put it on here. I didn't care. <laughs> I don't believe that's God. The devil played too much. And then God let me know. He says, no, you have to learn how to be so transparent until people will take what you're saying and some will make good of it and some will make bad of it. But in the end, they'll see that it was all God. I like how he had... Uh, Minister Sylvia said, to God be the glory, and God, I am praying for um, your healing and strength. And then Minister Margo says, I am praying for your healing and recovery. May God grant you rest and peace of the spirit. Try hot lemon to calm your stomach. Allow your Bible app to play the words. Saturate your atmosphere with the word and worship music. And it's funny because That's what I've um, always done. 
I can't say that um, Apostle Sandra Thomas taught me that, even though she did reinforce that. But growing up as a child, late at night when we would be asleep, back in the day, you could have gospel on all night. And my mom would go to sleep with, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was a gospel show that would come on and she would be listening to it. And so it was just so much church around us growing up where now late at night, if you turn on the TV, you don't see some, but it's going to be porn and other stuff like that. But it's not going to be anything that's giving God the glory that Chicago used to give him. And then prophetess Felicia wrote to me and says, thank you, God, for healing my sister and giving her sweet rest in the days to come. See those words that they talked about, rest. They talked about peace. They talked about healing. God sent his word through these uh, people of God to saturate even the very atmosphere of Facebook on my page. Because, see, the one thing that we must know is in order to have rest and peace, there are sometimes you've got to be honest with God and say, God, the rest and the peace that I'm missing is because of the anger that I'm consumed with. And I love that God says, be angry, but sin not. But I don't like the fact that I'm angry at all. Some people say, well, just give it up. Just give it up. Just All I can say is that's easy for you to say. And I can't tell you that I want you to walk in my shoes. I can't tell you that I want you to experience whatever I've experienced. But I can tell you this. My sister Sheila, as I told you all before, have lived with me a long time over the years since 80s, the 80s, whether I was in Germany or whether I was in America. And so we've been like roommates off and on, even here recently. I won't tell you, you know, here when, but recently we've been roommates. And I said, God, what is it? And he said, he had, he would always send her to me when I thought she was helping me out when, in fact, we were helping each other out. Because every time she came to stay with me, God would bless her. He would bless her and bless her and bless her so much so that she would have the strength to finally move and do what she needed to do and so much a blessing to me until I would have something in place to take care of whatever it was. So in the younger years, it was my um, son. She was helping me um, with him, but most of the time uh, that we were together, he wasn't even in the picture. So the point was that God would just allow us to commune together as sisters. And even one time when Minister um, Sylvia, when they had given her up and said that they couldn't help her because she had, you know, over a 90% blockage and an artery that led to her brain. So basically they were sending her home to die. And God told me, no, he said, um, you all need to take her somewhere else and get another opinion. And of course, Jehovah Rapha made time to be even on her side where she's still here today. She's still ministering here today. She still prayed for us today. And she still went on a, a, a road trip with me on yesterday when it was like, okay, what an honor to take Sylvia to Sylvia. So we took Sylvia to Sylvia. 
and the food there was phenomenal. Now, it was another restaurant that um, dropped in my spirit because somebody had talked about it, and God reminded me, I didn't tell you to go to that restaurant. I told you to take Sylvia to Sylvia's. So we went to Sylvia's, and she enjoyed the food. She got some um, trinkets that she hadn't um, been prepared to receive. Neither one of us was. She got a Sylvia's T-shirt. She got a Sylvia's cookbook. She got a Sylvia's menu. She got Sylvia's food. I could go on and on. The Lord just blessed Sylvia at Sylvia's. And the very atmosphere was that of such peace until even the um, couple that's lighter than us that was sitting across from us was bragging on what we were doing, saying, oh, that was such a great idea. So it was like we were blessing the people around us and didn't even know it, and they let us know that they were watching us. So you never know these perfect strangers doing our time on the road. They were watching us. Yeah, they were watching us. And God let us know they were watching us, and they told us. Because when we asked them for the T-shirts, they appeared to be okay with that. But then when I told them her name was Sylvia, it was like God put a rush on the favor. Mm, my God. And what I mean by that is that they were honored that a Sylvia came to their restaurant just because her name was Sylvia. And so we didn't get into the background of how we ended up there and things of that sort. But, see, it took us going on the road trip, God giving us the time to do it, God ministering to me the uh, day before when I was sick and the day before that when I was uh, basically incapacitated in a way, and then ministering to us some more on the road to let us see that he clearly wanted us to know that he was giving us time. And the way the people were driving, it was like they had a death wish. They wanted to take us out. They wanted to take themselves out. But it was like they was just driving for just like fanatics, just out of this world, the worst driving I've ever seen in a long time. But God kept protecting us. And I kept saying, God, these brakes on this car is good. And everybody that lives here got to have some good brakes. And he let me know that in life, sometimes he has to hit on the brakes. And when he hits on those brakes, he's being your potter because you need to stop right there. You need to see la right there so he can heal you, so that he can strengthen you, so that he can give you the courage that you need, so he can make that sickness go in the name of Jesus. Go. So he can cause that thing that has you upset to uh, be that thing that he uses to heal somebody else. Because, see, God's not going to allow us to experience something, not as his sons and daughters, and he doesn't use it as a teaching moment. This has been a teaching moment, even this weekend. So as he's taken me through the different modules of my healing and my wholeness for this road trip that I'm on with God, I know that there's going to be different modules that he's going to put me on on the brakes, and I'm going to have to stop. And when I stop, this enemy that I see today, I will see no more. And when I stop, 
He's going to give me the peace that surpasses all understanding concerning this thing. And when I stop, he's going to give me joy unspeakable. And when I stop, he's going to show me that his promises are still yea and amen. Ah, glory to God. And when I stop, God's going to show me just how extreme he is concerning his love and his relationship with me. And guess what? He'll do it for you too. And I'll tell you why these breaks are being hit. The beginning of the year, remember God told me I could only pray for others. I couldn't pray for myself. Well, I wasn't praying for me. I was praying for others. I didn't know that in that I was going to receive a test, a shock, and an awe of my sister Sheila Patton. And we would see if I would still stay focused on praying for others instead of myself. I don't know about you, but I wanted to pray for myself. I wanted to pray for my own encouragement. I wanted to pray for God to heal me. I wanted to pray for God to do this or that. But I had to keep on praying for Minister Renee. I had to keep on praying for Pinky and T and Juan and their children. Mm. I had to keep on praying for Minister Mark Pastor Troy and Prophet Antoine. I had to keep on praying for Dr. Wright. I had to keep on praying for Reverend Lawrence. I had to keep on praying for Minister Brandon. I had to keep on praying for Missionary Tony. I had to keep on praying for Minister Ron. I had to keep on praying for the people on Facebook that I'm connected to. I had to keep on praying for Apostle Graham. I had to keep on praying for Prophetess Anita Graham. I had to keep on praying for Pastor Hannah. I had to keep on praying for after TV Jakes, I had to keep on praying for these people that I don't even know or have a relationship with. I had to keep on praying for them. And then God took me to a song that I hadn't heard in forever by Mahalia Jackson that said, in times like these, we need a Savior. In times like these, Lord, we need a friend. But be very sure, be very sure, Lord, that your anchor holds and grips a solid, yeah, a grip of solid rock. You know that rock is Jesus. Yes, he is my only friend. That rock is Jesus. Lord, you have blessed friend. But be very sure, be very sure, Lord, your anchor may hold grip is a solid, yeah, just grip, a solid rock. But then George Shea came back and, and added to the song, and he said, in times like these, you need a savior. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds on grip, a solid rock. But then he said, that rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. That rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure, be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. And then it says, in times like these, you need a Bible. In times like these, oh, we can't be idle. In times like this, be sure that your anchor holds and grips that solid rock. 
And he goes back to talking about how that rock is Jesus. He goes back to talking about how that rock is our Savior. He goes back to talking again about how that rock is Jesus. He goes back again and saying how Jesus is our solid rock. But what I love is that he reminded us that we needed a Bible and that we didn't have time to be idle. See, when you're going through like this, the enemy wants you to slip into depression. And if you slip into depression, guess what? You're idle now. You've lost your focus. You're not doing the things that you need to do. Now, see, the difference of being in depression and being angry is slightly different but not different. See, you lose your focus. But see, when you're depressed, you're all feeling sorry about me, 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 I, 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 me, myself, and I. But see, when you're angry in this manner that I'm in, you're focused on, God, what do I need to do to get past this? What do we need to do to get past this? God, what do we need to do to be rectified? God, what do we need to do to get absolution? God, what do we need to do to get a resolution? God, what do we need to get closure? My God, you've got to know that Jesus will be there every nanosecond of your life as your healer because he's your Emmanuel. He's your Lamb of God. He's your Alpha and Omega. He's your King. He's your wonderful Counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He's your bread of life. He's your Redeemer. He's your living stone. He's your support. He's your wisdom. He's your wealth. He's your Savior. He's your blessing. He's the source of the grace and mercy that you walk in, live in. He's your source of adoption and acceptance and forgiveness. He's your restoration. He, he's your stealer of everything that God has already purchase for you, for the attestation and the pledge and the proclamation and the earnest confirmation that God is who he said he is. And he's given us the time to know that he is priceless and his time is priceless. He's valuable and his time is valuable. He's precious and his time is precious. But guess what? He's so valuable until you can put a price on how much he costs. Now, everything in the world, we have a, a price on it. A dollar bill is a dollar bill. In some countries, that dollar bill is worth $2. In other countries, it may be worth 50 cents. But guess what? Everything in this world has a value added to it. So isn't it amazing that on this God-given trip of healing and wholeness, God is teaching us about how priceless his time is. It's his time that he's given us because, see, he's not bound by time, remember? I have to keep saying that. So for him to give us the gift of time, let's stop underestimating. Let's stop taking it for granted. Let's start spending time with our loved ones, even if it's just a phone call, even if it's just a text. Because you never know if it's going to be the last time that you get a response from them or they get a response from you. Now, the bargaining part of the grief deals with us acknowledging that we're powerless and that we want God to bring that person back. And as I told you before, I'm not asking God for that because heaven is all of our goal. The new Jerusalem to lay prostrate before God and and worship him in spirit and in truth is our goal. 
some of the things that wants to stop us from getting to that goal is the depression that comes. It consumes us. It's all consumed. It's a type of war, worry that's so extreme until it grieves every fiber of your total being. So we can't waste our time in depression. We can't even waste our time in anger. So as God is putting on the brakes here and there to heal me, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that God loves me this much, that he's taking you all on this journey with me. And how did I know praying for you would cause me to be on this journey with God that I need? Because there's levels in God, and every one of us has another level and another level and another level that we have to get in God whether it's him perfecting our way we handle our finances, our social problems, whether it's him uh, perfecting how we clean our house or clean our car. Ouch. Whether it's him uh, restructuring the people in our lives that's been thinking wrong, thinking, thinking, and he's using us to be an example. I didn't realize that as a single woman, I could be an example to a married woman, but that's a whole nother story, and that's a whole nother message. But he's perfecting me. He's helping me with my relationships. He's helping me with my fellowship. He's helping me with my beginnings and my ends. Ah, because some relationships I'm in are at a beginning and some are over. Their season is over. And I can't be crying and upset because that season with that person is over. Neither can I be rejecting that person that the season is just beginning. So I thank you all for joining me on this God-ordained, God-controlled <laughs> God sent road to complete, not some, complete wholeness and healing. But know this, it's wholeness and healing in this thing right here. There's something else coming for you. There's something else coming for me. We're being perfected by God until we leave you. So today's message is more geared towards us realizing that part of the road to healing, part of the road to wholeness is knowing that everything we do has to be about Jesus, has to be about the Father, has to be about the Holy Spirit. Apostle Graham was teaching the other day about the three levels of perception and about how that third perception is when everything in your life is about what God sees. It's about God getting the glory. And I saw how God had been moving me to this place and how sometimes we don't want to accept that place. 
It's like being on the road driving with a whole bunch of people driving crazy. They tailgating you. They're pulling over in front of you, but you hit the brakes, and God secures you so that nothing happens to them and nothing happens to you. Or there's a uh, someone on a motorcycle or a scooter or whatever they are, and you don't even hear them because bikes usually make a whole bunch of noise. But you don't hear them because they're in a stealth mode, and they pull over in front of you, and God blesses you that you don't hit them and that they don't hit you or fall in front of you. There's so many ways that God is using life to teach us this journey, this journey to perfection that he's doing, this journey to wholeness and healing. And don't get it twisted. Don't think just because you're going through a session of wholeness and healing that you won't get sick. Because for me, I needed rest. I won't tell you how long it had been since I had the many hours of sleep that I had, and it wasn't that many. Some people take eight hours of sleep as a given. I haven't had that in a very long time. So when God was sending the people of God to say rest, and I was still going to work, and I was still doing this, and I was still doing that, when he allowed those earaches and that vomiting and everything else that I was dealing with, I had to rest. I laid down for a moment listening to a man of God speak, and he was ministering to my soul. And do you know I went to sleep? I went to sleep. The Lord used the word of God and the man of God to give me what he told me I needed, rest. Uh, My sister said, you were snoring like this person, you were snoring like that person. But guess what? I was sleeping so hard, I didn't hear myself. Because usually when you snore like that, you wake yourself up. But I got those few hours of sleep, and when I woke up, I was like, my God. My stomach was still, you know, a little off, but my head wasn't hurting. I was still feeling a little nauseous, but my earaches had like they disappeared. And I had enough wisdom to ask God, God, what do you want me to eat today? And for at least um, 12, 14 hours of that day, God said, just drink water. Don't eat anything else. Don't drink anything else. Just drink water. And then I went to this one restaurant and the lady was telling me what they had on the menu. And she said, do you want some cranberry juice? And God said, that's it. It was where I heard, I said, that's it. I got the cranberry juice after I had been drinking water all day. And I drank the cranberry juice. And the problems with my stomach went away. It just, oof, it went away. And I thank God. I said, God, thank you for the cranberry juice. He he could have used anything, but he used the cranberry juice. So what I'm saying is doing the road to him. If God wants you to rest, don't keep moving and moving and moving like I was doing until 
you're going to get your rest willingly or forcibly, but you're going to get the rest that God called you to get. Because, see, in order to do the things that we need to do, we have to be well-rested. In the military, we have something that we call battle fatigue, and I was having battle fatigue in the spirit realm, and God had to cause me to rest so that I could come back and be on this road to wholeness and healing while I'm in the battle for not only my life, but while I'm battling and praying for those that he's assigned me to pray for. As a prayer warrior, it's a battle in the spirit realm. As a prayer warrior, it's a battle. You've got to have the strength to pray the prayers that God's telling you to pray. As my sister, Minister Sheila, would say, against those demons and devils. You've got to have what it takes. And you can't do it because the enemies are going to throw this at you and that at you to try to wear you out. See, when he messed with my ears, it was him trying to block me hearing God, but God opened up my ears. When he was messing with my throat, it was him trying to shut me up, but God made my throat feel better. When he was messing with my head, it was him messing with my mind, but God had me meditate on his word day and night. So you've got to see the correlation of the warfare. When he was messing with my stomach because he didn't want the the water that was in my belly and the word that was in my belly to come forth, my God, you've got to know the correlation of what the enemy is trying to do and the healing that God will bring you. So there's a word in our bellies, and it's for the north, the south, the east, and the west. Let it flow, people. Let it flow. That's all I have in Jesus' name. The lines are open if you want to share, or even if you want to do the closing remarks, the lines are open. Amen. Amen. I'd like to say um, just a word of praise and thanking God for this word on today. Thanking God for the prayers of the saints. This is Minister Margo. And as you had been going forth, God had given me to get up and just start walking around. And I, I rejoice in saying I'm feeling better. I'm feeling stronger because I know God is with me. And I thank you for your prayers, and I just want to share one small thing. Someone sent me a text, uh, a post the other day, and it said that God is giving us blessings and lessons at the same time. So we thank God for his way of repairing, restoring, and making a way in our lives. God bless you. Amen. Amen. We thank God for the word on today. I thank God for listening in and being a part of, excuse me, the healing and wrestling, wrestling process that she's been going through to get the rest that she needs. I thank God for the example of listening in on the ministry that to to inform us of what is needed. A lot of times we don't understand that the earache is for more than just 
trying to stop you from hearing as God opened up the the ears, the headaches and everything else is not just to stop you from not getting through or hearing God, but it's for the break a loose of stuff that's blocking. We just want to thank God for his word on today. Um, if there's anyone else on the line would like to speak, please do so at this time. Well, I want to thank God for um, the comments from Minister Margo and Minister Sylvia. God is so good. He's so faithful. He's God. <laughs> I mean, if I have to describe him as anything, he's God. He's the capital G, the capital O, and the capital D. He's God. I thank him for the Matthew 6 and 33 that says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I thank God even for the ministry um, and the partners that God is connecting us with, and it's such a blessing. So on tomorrow, Iron Sharpening Iron with Minister Sylvia and hopefully Minister uh, Lawrence, it's the fifth uh, Monday. So if he's available, he'll minister. If he's not, I know Minister Sylvia will have a ram in the bush because we have so many men and women of God that um, love the Lord and that want to share their testimonies and various teachings. And so we keep our rams in the bush. But I pray that um, Reverend Lawrence will be able to speak to us at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on Friday, we have our Let's Talk ministry with um, Minister Sylvia and Prophet Antoine. And we know he's just spoke this past weekend. So, I mean, this past week on the Friday. So this week should be um, Minister Sylvia's opportunity to speak. So we'll see what the Lord says. So at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can hear it. At 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear. But it's on Friday, so call in and be blessed. And please don't forget that you can come back on Sunday. I thank God for every Sunday that he allows me to minister because he doesn't have to. And I count it a blessing. So just do this for me. If the word has been a blessing to you, if you don't bless all of these people, at least bless one or two three or four of them. You know, Prophet Antoine, he's dollar sign, walking, revival, ATM. That's, ATM is the only thing that's capitalized. Or you can um, bless Minister Margo, dollar sign, her name Margo, and then McCoy. The Margo M is capitalized. The M and McCoy is capitalized. The second C not the first one, so it's capital M, lowercase c, and then a capital C again, and that's Minister Margot's is dollar sign, Margo McCoy, the number 13. And then Dr. Wright, hers is dollar sign four, the number four, Dr. Wright, and that's her um, cash app. And then for Minister Sylvia, um, you can always bless her at dollar sign sparkle 750. You can also um, bless her at, is it your phone? Uh, her name, Sylvia Kaiser, has bail. And then you have dollar sign Lawrence Seabury if you want to be a blessing to him. And then you have dollar sign Troy's seven. So it's Troy, which is the T, is capitalized. And the number seven is written out. And so the S is capitalized. So if you want to be a blessing to Smile 3E, please bless 
my partners and our partners in the ministry. I mean, nothing's too much and nothing's too small. Just bless them. And it's not that you're buying the word because you could never buy the word, but you can plant. And I thank you for planting into these men and women of God because they're truly worth everything that they do for God. So until tomorrow, we will see you at 8 p.m. And that 8 p.m. is Central Standard Time or 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for iron sharpening iron. So until then, bye-bye. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to go out. Father God, we thank you for the word on today. We thank you for the listeners on today. We thank you for those that will be listening in the future. We thank you for those that are listening by the laptop or the telephone. God, we thank you that your role to healing and wholeness is for us all. We thank you that this role to healing and wholeness is you perfecting us in the things of God. We thank you for the honor, God, of being perfected by you. For the honor, God, of drawing closer to you. For the honor, God, of fellowshipping with you. For the honor, God, of fellowshipping with one another. We thank you for healing, Minister Markle, from her head to her toe, from the inside out, that she's healed, she's whole, she's blessed, and that the word that's in her belly is going to consume anything that's causing her digestive system to try to be off balance. God, we thank you for the healing virtue that's connected to your word. We thank you for our Aunt Catherine, how she's healed, she's whole, and she's blessed. We thank you for Minister Sylvia, how she's healed, she's whole, and she's blessed. We thank you for Dr. Wright, how she's healed, she's whole, and she's blessed. We thank you for Missionary Tony, how she's healed, she's whole, she's blessed. We thank you for Minister Ron, how he's healed, he's whole, he's blessed. We thank you for Pastor Troy, that he's healed, he's whole, he's blessed. We thank you for Prophet Antoine, for he's healed, he's whole, he's blessed. We thank you for Minister Brandon and all of his family, and they're healed, and they're whole, and they're blessed. We thank you that all of the Kaiser family and Seabury's that's connected to Minister Sheila that still be impacted by the loss of her, even the friends, the souls, everyone, God, bless them and cause them to be healed, whole, and blessed. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.